Welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. I'm sick. And Jess is very sick. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry you guys are going to have to deal with me talking most of this, but we're going to make it work. Yes. Um, it's yes. episode 28. Yep. Uh, DC heroines, because we did Marvel last week, so we're going to do DC now, and then next will be random. Yeah. Like all the other ones that we really want to talk about that think... aren't part of DC or Marvel. Yeah, or just like gifted mm-hmm. females necessarily, because I mean we might not even just stick with the superhero yeah. genre of things, because there's obviously other notable females that oh, we yeah. could talk about. It's gonna be awesome. Um, I wanted to start off with the very first female like heroine in a comic book, because I thought that was kind of a, a fun thing to go all the way back to 1940. Um, it was Fantasma, who was the mystery woman of the jungle, created by Fletcher Hanks. It looks like her, she debuted in Namesake um, in February 1940. Um, the thing I really liked about her was she was kind of like this, like a female Tarzan who was like gifted with like flights and super strength and totally proved that you shouldn't mess with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Badass. Right? And like all the way back in the 40s, like mm-hmm. they have that kind of, um, for, I guess, lack of a better phrase, girl power uh, way back then is kind of cool to, right. to look at. One of the really kind of badass things about her, though, is like whenever she uses her powers, she like turns into like a blue skull. Oh. Like, her hair is still all, like, pretty and blonde and curly. But her... But her, like, she's blue. Okay. She's got skulls. Okay. Um, all right. I haven't actually seen, so I'll have to look her up because that's interesting. Yeah. Like, the more I was reading into it, like, um, there's a redups.org article that was talking about her, and it's actually pretty entertaining because it, it goes through her stats and then all of her different feats because... They don't really have a specific name for her powers because it's just like whatever's convenient at the time, basically. Because right. okay, I mean, yeah. it was like an early concept, yeah. you know. So, you know, things from making animals blindly panic or making them go docile to curing sickness, telepathy, clairvoyance. Uh, there was a couple of them where like she like gathered a whole bunch of different men and turn it into one man and then basically banish him to this like other oh, world that's cool right uh so i guess that's a cool one to kind of start off yeah the episode with because it for a lot of people this was like their first or a lot of women especially this is their first kind of uh hero to look up to right um so i wanted to talk about yours Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the first one that you fell in love with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I have to say, um, when her own comic came out in August 1993, I got it as a birthday present. Aw. And since then, I, I have loved comic books in general. Like, that was my first comic book. And from that spawned a whole bunch of love for a whole bunch of comics. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just that thing, like, just her, and of course, the her own comic started because of her popularity in the 92 movie, uh, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, that's how she kind of got her own comic, kind of. I mean, she's always, she's been around in Batman, she's been around since Batman number one in June of 1940. Right. She's had some hiatuses, okay. but I mean, she's been around since then, so yeah. like, yeah. badass woman. And she's not a metahuman, she's a human who's just 
exceptional. Right. So that's yeah. kind of cool. That that's definitely cool. I always kind of looked up to her for for that reason. Like, right. whenever you can, I got not not necessarily see yourself in the character, but in a small way, especially if it's just a human that happens to be just a little gifted or talented or whatever. Right. And of course, I just love Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. <laughs> oh, so sexy. Right. Just that was like a. I mean, okay. <laughs> that was the sexual awakening for a whole realm of possibility for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, I, I did. I had that idolized thing. So that's the year. Um, 93 is also when I was Catwoman for the first time mm-hmm. for Halloween. Yeah. And I sewed my costume myself. It was amazing. I'm just saying. It was probably kind of sad looking. But I was like, you know, nine. So. Yeah, no, it was amazing. A nine year old loved Catwoman so much and she was like sewed her own costume. Yeah, that's pretty badass, Jen. That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I think, I don't remember, it was like three years after that that I did it again, but it was not, um, it was off the comic book, so it was purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was pretty cool. Right? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really get into comics when I was young. I think the very first comic I had was probably the Buffy the Vampire Slayer one. Yeah. Um, because I was actually old enough to, you know, go out and and seek such things, but I don't know. Was it the after show ones? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I think so. Oh gosh, I don't even remember now. That's okay. I mean since then I've done a lot of good collecting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's cool. Oh, comics are great. I, I, it's one of those things that you kind of get torn because you want to save them and make make sure they stay nice, but at the same time you love reading them. So like, you almost have to buy two. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. That happened with my um my my four original Catwoman comics. Probably got so well read that they were just wrecked. So from that point on, I would request that people buy me two if they're giving them to me as a gift or yeah. get me one and then I have to get myself one or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really think about money, but well, of course. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it was one of those things. So I have a whole bunch of mint never been opened comics. That's awesome. That I'm probably never going to sell or get rid of because I love them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You know. Fathom, Witchblades, some other ones. We'll talk about them in the next one, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not DC. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Catwoman's always been awesome, awesome. It's just, just so cool. She's acrobat. She's got great burglar skills. Like, then her sex appeal, she used that to her advantage, which is kind of a sexist thing to say, but I mean, Catwoman. Think cats. Cat. Fluid. Feline. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I I understand like wanting to re- respect women, but I mean, I also look at the the time period uh, on which this these first were made and oh, the yeah. personalities for these characters were developed, and you kind of just have to realize it was the times. Yes. Um, but it also kind of shows how much the time hasn't changed because <laughs> in today's you know TV movies comics, everything, it's still a very prevalent yeah. feature for our, our female characters. <laughs> I really want to kill my children. They are walking around even after I was like, okay, no walking, we're podcasting. And they're still walking around. So if you hear some of that thumping, I'm sorry. It's like that. Right there. <laughs> it's so freaking annoying. It's like, could you guys just stop? Like, I need to soundproof this basement so bad. One of <sighs> these days, we're going to do that. 
We're going to get our mixer to work. And we're going to have decent sound quality. <laughs> uh, we're it's trying. so hard, you guys. It's so hard. <laughs> For us. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Bringing it down. Bring it down, bring it down. Well, since we're on the comics right now, um, one of the suggested ones from Facebook was Black Orchid. Yeah. Which I didn't know a ton about Black Orchid. Because she's kind of an obscure character in DC Comics, and honestly, the only DC comic that I was, like, really into was Catwoman, so... (laughs) (laughs) And she wasn't in any of those. Uh, So I did a lot of research on this. Um, First appearance was in Adventure Comics number 428 in July of 1973. Four different superheroines have had the title because Black Orchid is part of the green of DC, which think like Poison Ivy, Swamp Thing, Floronic Man... Everything is against me today. The stupid cat. Stop. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. We're struggling today, guys. Just bear with us. <laughs> mm, this is just... And I have a... I've got a two-hour car... Four-hour car ride coming up in a couple hours that I'm looking forward to. That'll be fun. Woo! All right, anyway. We got it. We got this. We got this. All right. <laughs> So, first appearance was Adventure Comics number 428, July of 1973. Four superheroines have the same title because Black Orchid is part of the green of DC, which is like a, I don't know, when you think of like Poison Ivy Swamp Thing, Floronic Man, they're all part of the green. They all have a connection to the earth and planets and nature nature and and everything, and they are part plant. Yeah. Like, in all those characters, they all have some kind of plant-based powers or abilities or whatever. And for Black Orchid... Because uh, her one of her powers is reincarnation by mental transference to a host body. So think like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but more ecological. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how she has so many superheroines that are her hosts. And they all, and throughout the comics, I mean, she she's in new ones even, 2012, by Mikkel Janin and Jeff Kamier. Um There's new ones that are coming out with her in it. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. DC Dark, some other things. Um, yeah. Which I don't follow but it's really cool to see how much the the different heroines have evolved and how they've done her powers and stuff so that's pretty cool um yeah moving the door she was part of the suicide squad right i didn't know that that was pretty neat to find out too i mean you know um she didn't have a backstory until neil gaiman created one for her in December of 1988. Oh, thank you, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he's illustrated by Dave McKean, who's amazing. Um, in fact, Neil Gaiman wouldn't work with anyone but Dave McKean, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that was all the stuff I found out about that. I mean, superhuman strength, speed, agility, durability, flight, reincarnation by mental transference. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Very meta. (laughs) But, so, I don't know, it was neat to find out more about that. So thank you for the suggestion, because I found out a lot of stuff about a character that I wouldn't have ever have researched, and I actually kind of want to read more about her, so... I know, that was one of the cool things about deciding to do these episodes, is trying to think of the more obscure characters that, you know, aren't really mainstream Mm -hmm. and don't have their own, you know, franchise built around them. Right. Like, we talked about Captain Marvel in the last episode and you know now that's dc we could talk about wonder woman and there's you know all these great ones that are getting their own franchises but there's so many more that 
are, are more obscure that are just as amazing, I think. Right. Well, yeah. Um, especially in uh, DC's universe because of all the, the meta stuff and the different worlds and everything mm-hmm. else. It's kind of interesting to delve into. Yeah, the like extended universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. I was like, that's nifty. Yeah. Gotham will forever be my home, but <laughs> <laughs> right. it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely, it's it's a little interesting because they, I feel like DC kind of hides behind their extended universe theory or whatever because then they can do things like have five or six different Batmans and not make them a doctor. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah, <laughs> Doctor exactly. Like, yeah. he's not a Time Lord. It's just, it's a Batman from a different universe. Parallel universes. Um, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah. just like in, in Flash, like one of the things I had a hard time with the Flash TV show, I mean, I still love it. It's great. Uh, but it seemed like not only were there multiple versions of the Flash but there was also a whole bunch of different other speedsters. So it was just like constant speedster after speedster after speedster. Wow. And then, like it got a little stale. Yeah. Which was a bummer because Flash is one of those characters that kind of gets underappreciated. Yeah. Maybe. I suppose. Um, I like Aquaman. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How smart was it to make Jason Momoa Aquaman? Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, bringing it down. Bringing it down. Be making ladies wet in a whole new way. <laughs> oh, I love you. That's fantastic. It's all the Perry Sir talking, <laughs> but it's true. It's, true. it's totally true. Oh, super loud. Uh, we're gonna have to take that down a notch. Oof. Okay. All right. Alright, alright. Dialing it back. Dialing it back. Back to Jen. Um, alright, so we're kind of switching gears to TV show stuff. Um, in my research, I came across The Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. which only ran for, I think, a season, October 9th, 2002 to February 19th, 2003. Maybe that's two seasons. No, that'd be one. Yeah. One season. Okay. Anyway, um, this was one of those shows that helped set the template for all the Dark DC reboots that are new on, like, the CW and Fox. They mm-hmm. did. They pioneered that a bit. Right. It's really neat. And the, the characters are, like, Helena Kyle, who is the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. Right. Barbara Gordon, former Batgirl, who is now paraplegic in the show because of Joker. Um, Dina Redman, who is Black Canary's daughter, who I think ends up being another Black Canary in the show. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get the birds of prey. Right. Uh, it's Huntress, Oracle, and Black Canary. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Like, I, I, I never watched it. I might have to look it up and see if I can find it, because it sounds really neat. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad, because I've never watched any of the DC shows, ever. And I they, haven't watched any of them. I didn't want to, because for the longest time, I, I guess I was more of a Marvel fan, because DC movies just kind of turned me off. And I was like, well, I don't really like this format. Oh no, Jen just hit her elbow, guys. I'm fine. Okay. Okay. Continuing. Moving on. It's all good. (laughs) I didn't like the format, and I didn't like the fact that Jen just hit her elbow really hard. Um, But then I finally, I sat down, um, and I watched the first season of Arrow, like, over the summer, and got caught up because I, I could not stop watching it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I really enjoyed the the storylines and everything. I thought that um, with with the TV format opposed to a movie format, 
TV gives you more time to develop these characters, which is, I think, one of the things that the, the movies aren't doing their characters justice for. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we had to pause shortly to go yell at some kids to be quiet because we're parents and that happens. It does. So back to the DC shows. Um, with the the TV format, like I was saying, we have that chance to be able to get to know these characters on a deeper level. Um, and then you get really tied into them. Like, uh, well, if you haven't watched the shows, I can't really explain the Arrow. You're not going to spoil anything for me. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to watch it to okay, really appreciate no. <laughs> the characters. But, I mean, they're doing really good at kind of giving um, better exposure to all of these, you know, other characters, especially with uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Um, that show was done, or is done really well for what they are trying to do with taking characters from all these different universes and trying to protect timelines and I don't know. Yeah, but um, I heard good things about Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be good. Um, but I ended up really liking it, so. Okay. Yeah, I probably could have done a little more research on that and I didn't. I'm sorry. And I forgot all my notes. So, here Flying we are. Dance <laughs> a little bit. Well, we can talk a little bit about DC heroines and movies. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. I mean, obviously there's Wonder Woman. Yes, and they did a really good job with the I, movie. you know, finally sat down and watched it from start to finish instead of watching it in pieces, and I'm totally in love with it. I think that Gal Gadot, or is it Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot? Um, I, I really believed her as the character. Oh, yeah. Um, She's just adorable, too. I got yeah. watching all of her interviews and stuff for like press press <laughs> like, tours really and just did. like you're adorable. Yeah, she's awesome. She was a model before she was acting. Yeah, Is that she was pregnant during filming. Oh man, did you not know that? I did not know that. Yeah, at one point they like basically were had to CGI her belly bump because she was pregnant while filming the movie. Oh man, it's like. Okay, so are you really Wonder Woman? Because that's Dude, fucking insane that's and so incredible. Yeah, I know. I had no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that is really cool. Um, Yeah, and as far as I understand, they stuck really well to her origin story, kind of. I mean... Right, from what I understand. what they could do. Yeah. 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 Um, I think... Uh, another thing with... Oh, that's Marvel. Oh. Dang it. Because I was going to talk about... Um, Nah, we'll cover it in the next one. Okay. We can tie it in a little bit. Okay. Figure it out. Okay. Checking with DC. So yeah, Wonder Woman is great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Wonder Woman is great. Sorry, that was so funny and your expression was so great. All right. Oh, we're getting loud. <laughs> we're going to cut that whole thing out. It's fine. And we are going to cut it out because we laughed loud and I sounded dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dialing it back. Dialing it back. Back on topic. Can you think of any other DC women movies? I mean, I know they've got, like, the show, like, Supergirl, and they've got, um... No, I feel like they need to step it up. They had the Catwoman movie, Mm -hmm. which was... I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I don't even... I was trying really hard not to mention it, because it's such a disgrace. Aren't there two of them? No, there's one, and then now she's in, um... She was in the... 
Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Nolan stuff, which was... I actually really enjoyed Nolan's Batman-verse. I loved it. Yeah. No, it was amazing. Yes. And I know one I'm of my favorites. A little, little hateration for that. Oh, but yeah, I mean, sure. Seriously. But, um... It was good. I as like... standalone, it was awesome. Yes, as yeah. a standalone. I, I like to appreciate all of the different versions of universes because that's someone's, like, hard work. And whether it's something that you agree with or not, you know, his take on it, um, right. you should at least be able to see the genius that went into it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think really that's too. one of the most interesting things about the DCEU is being able to, to have those different fandoms inside yeah. of fandoms, some right. fandoms, oh. some genre fandoms. I don't know. I'm going crazy right now with the, well, I guess it's kind of died down a little bit. The suicide squad mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I can't, I can't even with how, how much some of the people have romanticized Harley Quinn and the Joker's relationship. <sighs> Drives me nuts. I know. That relationship was extremely awful and unhealthy and horrible. So unhealthy. Talk about Stockholm Syndrome times like a hundred because he screwed her up in the first place. Ugh. Yeah. Just drives me nuts. Do not. Do not. Do this. I wish I had this with those two. Don't even wish that on yourself. That is awful. I know. I mean, I... Yeah, it's just unhealthy. It is. you try to, like, look at it from, like, that gray area and be like, oh, you just want somebody who just loves you more than anything. And it's like, no, I don't, because that's really messed up. Well, I mean, it's not just that. Like, he's he's killed her. He made her the way that she yeah. is. She, he knocked her up and then tried to kill their child. Like, he oh, is fucking crazy. I didn't and even know that. he did a whole bunch of horrible things to Harley. Like, horrible things to Harley. He tortured her. He put... Um, skin from someone she thought was attractive all, like, draped it, uh, what was it, on someone else and was trying to make her, like, do things with this person. Like, he is, like, fucked up. Devil's reject style. I'm, yeah, no. Joker or is that in House of Thousand up. Corpses? I can't remember. <laughs> and one of the two, one of the killers basically makes, like, a mask out of one of the chiller's dad's faces and then puts it on and is like, give daddy a kiss. I think that's House of Thousand Corpses. I th- think so too I'm yeah because because sure. then devil's redux are on the run so you're not they're not really in the house at all uh, right so it has to be a house of a thousand corpses right yeah i don't know it's been so uh, long since i've seen I, those right <laughs> and they're not dc related no but tangent that's relevant ish. kind of ish. <laughs> but i mean as far as harley quinn is a badass because of all the things she has gone through in the comics especially she does end up she like gives her kid to someone who can care for it and doesn't have to you know, yeah. she she does make sane decisions, even though she's nuts. And the new DC superhero high show or superhero girls show mm-hmm. for kids. Oh, okay. Harley Quinn is in the superhero school. Okay. And she's just obnoxious, which is why I love her. Okay. But she's a really cutesy kind of version of the character. Like from the Batman cartoons from yes. the ni- 90s, yeah. Yes. Which, that character was great. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. They still were unhealthy on that, but I mean, yeah. it's good that they're, they're, it, it's not a bad thing that they're making it more accessible to other people, I guess, as long as they're not getting into the trauma part of things. Yeah. It just drives me nuts when people are like, I want, uh, oh. I know. No, you don't. No, you don't. Been there. Awful. Ugh. Right? No, so <laughs> unhealthy. Yeah. Ugh. Bad, bad things. Bad things. Well, it's <sighs> because people read too much into 
media and they want to ship everybody and you know it's the same thing with like idolizing celebrity relationships you know like the kardashians and everyone that they're dating and their drama and it's like you know what like everyone has their shit so just focus on about this yeah Yeah. just focus on somebody who treats you right right exactly that's good Mm -hmm. truth ah speaking of She's kind of a villain, but I love Poison Ivy. I know. She's got some great... um, For being as uh, mad scientist-y as her, like, Mm -hmm. stuff started out as. Yeah. um, And actually, it's interesting uh, that... I forget her name now. Idly? Idly. uh, What is Poison Ivy's real name? Oh, I can't remember. She is one of the... Um, creators of Black Orchid. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the Black Orchid strain, I guess, uh, that's mm-hmm. part of the green that in, is infecting hosts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I googled poison ivy and the plant comes up and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny. I didn't know how to, I, mean... I didn't even know how to do that. Um, uh, uh, you're killing it is Isley. Isley. Yeah, yeah Isley. okay. All right, anyway. Um, she is, you know, obviously kind of mad scientist She works with a whole bunch of different people. Um, the guy that becomes Swamp Thing is also part of the group of mad scientists that create Black Orchid. But anyway, she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And she's got great ideas and everything. And even as a villain, I mean, don't think of Batman and Robin, Poison Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was great in that movie as far as Uma, that movie goes. It was goes. Uma Thurman, right? Yeah, Uma yeah. Thurman. Mm-hmm. I love her, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, I mean, with, with how much she's done with her powers, even though right. she's a villain, yeah, she's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think... she is part of Suicide Squad, too, in the comics for a little while. And she's also on the DC Superhero Girls show. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out just so I can be like, I watched that. And then point out all the things that are so messed up, the reason how they have it. But that's just because that's me and I'm evil like that. I, well, it is a little bit funny, like, knowing these characters' backstories <laughs> and then like, seeing it all cutesy. They're in high school together or, or like, yeah. uh, school together. And I'm just like, oh. I've done that with other things, too, where you're like, wait a second. <laughs> right? What? But... Uh, you know, my littles are running around wanting to be Wonder Woman because it's it's more accessible for right. them to be able to watch. Exactly, and that's good, and that's a good yeah. step in the right direction for the love of those of mm-hmm. comic books and things like that. Right, expanding knowledge because I mean, just like with my Catwoman interest, like yeah, you know, we gotta they keep made sharing the love to the younger generations and and keeping it alive. Yep. So, yeah, share all the media. Yeah, speaking of media, um, we have a little contest going on on Facebook. Um, our Facebook's N-S-M-N. No. No, N-M-N. <laughs> <laughs> try again, Jess, try again. <laughs> Not Minnesota Nice Podcast. Not so Minnesota Not Nice. Not so Minnesota Nice Podcast. <laughs> but on the N-M-N. All right, well, stop. Try again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us a second. Give us a second. We're going to look it up on Facebook. Because <laughs> we need to look up our own thing. It is not so Minnesota nice. Yeah, it's not so Minnesota nice on Facebook. We will post the link um, on this episode on our Twitter. It's obviously on Facebook. We have a contest going on right now for one of our lists. For. For. <laughs> 
for sure. one of our listeners to win a new not so Minnesota nice mug. Uh, there's a few people on there who are really are, excited about getting that mug. Yeah. So like you you gotta you gotta post a caption for that photo in order to win. So if you guys want to win it, you have to post a caption. Caption, not cashin. Caption. Caption. <laughs> um, and yeah. then most likes will win it. Yeah, the funniest one or whoever gets their friends and family to vote theirs up enough yeah. will win on Black Friday. Yeah. And it ends Friday. So at Thanksgiving, just push push that everyone log into Facebook and like your your caption. Right? So that you can win. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, we're talking to you, Drew and Win. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris. <laughs> You guys want it for the bar. You got to caption things. And Reese. <laughs> and Reese, yep. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, John. I guess we're not going to be talking to them again until after Thanksgiving. So we hope everyone has a yeah. wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Give thanks. Tell the people that you love, that you love them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, have a great week. Yeah. Clink. Clink.